Hey everybody, on this week's show we're going to have the whole gang here and we are spread out, it seems like, all across the country. Uh, once again, too, we're, uh, uh, we're playing guinea pigs here by using uh, Google Hangouts, which we haven't used in quite some time, but we're going to give it another roll here. So far, so good. Um, and Roy is here. He's going to talk to us about his uh, latest venture, and that was to the D23 Expo. Is that what it was, Roy? The Destination D. Okay, Destination D. See, it, was D23, not called, it was not an expo. Right, the one that, the expo happens in California. Correct. Okay. All right, so anyway, uh, yeah, Roy's going to run us through the highlights and stuff of that. This is show 376 for the week of December 4th, 2016. You're listening to The Mouse Moment. Find us at themousemoment.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. First day, everybody say hi since we haven't heard from everyone uh, all together here. So, Adam, hey. Hello from on top of the Christmas tree. <laughs> Literally, he's standing up there. His head is anyway. Um, <laughs> and Cameron, uh, say hey. Hey from the West Coast. All right. And then Roy, we've heard from. So, anyway, we're just going to launch right into this thing and uh, see what all Roy has to say. So, uh, Roy, uh, the floor is yours. Wow. The floor is mine. Okay, I'll try not to screw it up. Okay. Well, here it is. Uh, Destination D was was announced earlier this year, and uh, I was really excited to try and go do one of these things. I, I'd never gone, and I really wanted to go check it out. So, got tickets and connected with some friends who would be interested. Actually, the fellow, the couple that we went down to, uh, the husband, went two years ago. So, and I talked to him before and he really enjoyed it. So made plans, uh, booked a room and we stayed at the beach club. We went down on the 16th, came back on 22nd and the event was the 19th and 20th at Saturday and Sunday. So we had a few park days, uh, book ending the trip, but we went over Friday to the contemporary. That's where it was held and got registered. If you go to one of these, at least in Florida, I wouldn't worry about registering early. Um, I thought it would be kind of a madhouse and would really pay to go over early and get our bag of stuff and get checked in. But Saturday morning, you could have done it just as easy. Um, of course, in, in, the, in the goodie bag was the new Magic Band 2, 2.0, uh, which was themed for Dest Destination D with the green kind of adventure land theme. And... Uh, I like the look of these things and I like the fact that there's going to be other, uh, clip ons and, um, attachments and things that, that you can, you can use these things on something other than a magic band. And so are they, they're going to then slowly eliminate the, the current magic bands and go to these, correct? I think so. Now we, we, uh, got an annual pass and they said they're going to start sending out, uh, the magic band 2.0 in December to annual pass holders. So I've held off on requesting my band in hopes that now that we're into December, I'll get the 2.0 from my annual pass band. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll let you know when it shows up. I'm hoping later on this month before our trip in January. Um, but if not, I'll, I'll use that destination D band for the trip and maybe they'll have some accessories on sale by the time we go in January. Cause my wife's looking forward to having something to clip onto her. You know, her purse strap or something other than a band. She likes to wear bracelets. 
yeah. having the band on. It's kind of a hassle. I forgot about your trip in January. When are you going to be there? Uh, we're heading down on the 8th okay. uh, for a week. Okay. So. I don't want to sidetrack you too far here, so. I'm trying to shut myself up. But anyway. okay. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. So, yeah, we went Friday, and, and part of going Friday was we wanted to check out Mickey's at Glendale, which is the shop uh, that they have in Glendale to sell merchandise to Imagineers. It's Imagineer-themed stuff, you know, has Imagineer hats and uh, Imagineering on the sweatshirts and shirts and that type of thing. And so it, you can't get it anywhere but the Glendale shop. So there were people waiting in line for hours uh, for Mickey's of Glendale. And as we talked to some cast members at the Contemporary, they said, you know, they're all waiting in line for the pins, for the special pins. And, and that's all. So there's no real reason to get in line if, if you're looking for a shirt or a sweatshirt or something like that. So uh, we left and went to the parks and didn't hit this, didn't do any shopping until the weekend and just took a little on our breaks, walked in and there was plenty of merchandise. Uh, I wasn't interested in getting, getting any pins anyway. Okay. I'd heard that Mickey's and Brundale was a madhouse. I'm sure it was first day. I mean, on Friday, I'm sure it was. I mean, people just waiting and waiting, waiting. I think, you know, they had the VIP package tickets as well. And those those guys got uh, dinner at Tiffin's and some other things. And I heard some rumblings online that they weren't too pleased with, you know, the added expense and kind of the lack of perks that they received. And um, I, I don't know what that was all about. I, I can't tell you what the heck the thing cost, but I know it was, it was substantially more than a regular uh, admission to the to the event we paid one what's it, 195 is that right yeah sounds about right 190 um 195 for, for the package for each one of us so you know about 400 bucks uh for tickets but you know we got a lot of a lot of goodies they passed out and so you know the day started on saturday um with bob chapik i think i'm saying his name right he was the chairman of walt, walt disney parks and so you know, he, he just he just talked about the parks, some things that are coming. He did talk about, um, you know, Avatar, and um, I had heard that his presentation of Avatar was better than the one from James Cameron and. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, and, and the one the one from Cameron and Rhodey. I think you've probably seen it before. It was it was as if it's a real place. It, it was, you know, and I get it. That's that's the story. That's the backstory, but it's like, okay, we kn- we know this, guys. Can you talk to us like That's, we're adults? That is exactly how I heard other people describe it that were there. They said yeah. it just didn't go off very well. I don't think it did. I don't think it did. I mean, I, I'd heard kind of, and again, no, nothing that we heard uh, this weekend was like earth shattering, you know, and that's okay. Um you know, there was a disappointment because we were all anticipating, okay, what's this Sunday night event going to be in the park? What park? What, what is it going to be? Rivers of Light? We heard we heard the rumors. We were hoping. And then they come out and say, our special event Sunday is is you get to go over to the Magic Kingdom. And we'll give you a fast pass for the Jingle Cruise. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. really? Well, that was worth 400 bucks. Yeah. Uh, you know, and crowd crowd level was about a ten on Sunday. Yeah. So, wow. It, I, I I think in my heart I I know they were they were hoping to do Rivers of Light, but it just didn't work out. And even did you guys see that they did a cast member preview the other night? Yeah. And they had to stop in the middle because two yeah. of ours got too close and they to, had to, to each they, other. They did a full restart. I mean, what the heck? Well, they said that this thing. I, from what I read from people who said they were there, said it was absolutely amazing how it all worked. But that, yeah, because all the the barges are on GPS; they're all drones, basically drone boats. And that uh, they weren't surprised that it went into a restart. But then the second time around, it didn't do that at all. It just went straight through. I think. Yeah. So. I honestly think that the run through that they did that night is one of the first, probably successful run throughs that they've had. But this isn't like a done thing. Uh, I just heard today that it's not going to probably happen until next summer. 
you're going to see it debut. It just like it blows my mind. Yeah, I know that they can't figure it out. Yeah, I know. I it, it me too, especially oh. because I mean we got cars driving themselves down the road now, and they can't yeah. I it. mean, uh, th- throw some cable under the water, do something, fix it. Like, you know, <laughs> you're embarrassing yourself at this point. Yeah, so. well, wasn't wasn't this like wasn't this outsourced anyway? It wasn't originally. But that was it was their B team. So they have an A Imagineering team and a B Imagineering team. Yeah, I thought it was like a separate company. They actually brought in a separate company that it was could, not yeah, Imagineering. I mean, they were a part, obviously Imagineers are always a part, but like as opposed to um, who was it that actually designed? Um, it's like the Nemo, the Finding Nemo musical was actually done by Disney Creative or something like that. That's actually Disney. It's not an outsourced company. But this one was actually an outsourced company. So anyway, that's just what I remember at the beginning when we were talking about this. So might be part of that. So, well, they might not want to do that anymore. No, this is yeah. I know this has been a kind of a, a real mess. Yeah. So any anyhow, that's that's kind of how Saturday started. Was you know anticipating this announcement for Sunday night, and then kind of the big letdown. Um, so you know it, it it went through. We we. The you know, first thing was a look back at Walt Disney's True Life Adventures with uh, Don um, Han Han, I you say his name, and uh, the archives director Becky Klein. So you know, this whole this whole theme was Adventureland and the Adventureland series. Um, you know the shows that were on Walt Disney you know, on Sunday nights and the movies and just the wildlife aspect of of Walt's passion. Um, so that that was the theme. So um, we got into at the 11 o'clock was, was when Marty Sklar came out and gave kind of a, uh, a presentation, uh, through some concepts for, uh, from, from Harper golf and Bill Evans and some other designers, um, that helped bring, you know, Walt's, Walt's visions to life. But, um, you know, it was, it was neat to see Marty. Um, it was a little bit of a, a dull presentation. It's always, it's always cool to see the old pictures and hear him kind of talk. There were some neat, neat, pictures of like all these guys in a boat, you know, and he goes, you know, if this boat would have gone down, yeah, <laughs> we wouldn't be here. It was kind of neat. You know, there, yeah. there were some funny little quips he, he brought out, but uh, it was very cool to see him present. And that was his only presentation. And then they gave us a couple hours for lunch and uh, we went up and waited in a long line and, and had lunch there in the contemporary um, the next day we did go over to the Polynesian and we got hopped on the monorail, got out kind of early and went over to a uh, Kona cafe, which was nice. And it was funny cause we, we looked over and we saw a table full of round, big round table full of a handful of the presenters and from, uh, some of the D23 staff were having lunch at Kona cafe as well. Um, they also had this Walt's great adventure exhibit open, um, Friday and then throughout the day. And that was really just some um, archive, some pictures, some neat pictures, um, a, a camera he used in South America, and um, but but mainly photography things. Which, but again, it's always neat to look at that stuff and, and kind of just try and get into Walt's head a little bit about what he was thinking and what was going on and, you know, where where on the timeline he was in this whole adventure. Um, so that was cool. Uh, then we started back up at two o'clock and that's when they announced that, uh, um, Pinocchio is going to be re-released, um, for on DVD or Blu-ray. I would, I would imagine, um, from, from Disney Studios Home Entertainment. And then we had uh, a nice presentation from Baxter and Jason Grant and, um, Luke Mayrand talking about Adventureland's, uh, at all the parks. And that was kind of neat. Um, Baxter, Baxter seems like he's just great. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I really, really enjoyed his his take on this, his, his participation. He did a couple of them. He was part of a couple of them. Um, then the, later on, and that was a very that was a pretty short one. And um, and it was funny because when I when I ran into him in the park on was that Tuesday? Was that Monday? It was uh, Tuesday. Yeah. No, it was, no, it was Monday. It was Monday. Because uh, Kirk was with me, uh, he made a mention that uh, you know that was that was kind of short. That <laughs> we didn't have much time to do some of those, and it uh, was interesting to hear him talk. But then the next one was a bunch of old uh, Jungle Cruise captains talking about the the attraction and just some stories and um, just talking about the attraction. 
and so that that was kind of fun and, and light. So no, wait, um, when you ran into Baxter in the park, was he just walking around? He was. We were getting out of the American Adventure. Uh, it was over, and we were walking out, exiting, and I and I hear this voice behind me, and you all would have recognized it too. And it's like I turned around, said, "That's Tony Baxter." I said, "Hi, Mr. Baxter." And he was about ten feet away, and he was talking to some other guy who I, I'm sure recognized him. I think he was there by himself. Um, so I kind of walked with him as we, as we exited the thing and he was telling the story about how his good friend did the score for that attraction. And he, when he's in town, he always likes to come watch it and gets a little tearful. And, uh, he was headed over to, uh, France to see that, uh, movie impressions of France. And I said, Oh, we just came from there. And, uh, but we, we were going to just walk away. And, uh, I think my wife said, you want to get your picture taken with him? And it's like, yeah, we should. So we went back and, and the, the other guy was getting his picture taken. I said, would you, would you mind if we had our picture taken? He said, no, no, be all right. And uh, he goes, you know, it's not a character meet and greet. And I said, well, well, I'm not going to ask you for your, for your autograph. And and so we took a couple of pictures and, and that was it. And he was on his way, but very nice fella. And, you know, you know, in the few minutes we ran into him, he was very cordial. And it was pretty cool. It's certainly a geek moment for me. That it was like, holy crap! There's no doubt. <laughs> so yeah. I said, "Say, I sent you guys a picture right away." I was like, "Guess who I ran into?" Yeah, yeah. When I saw that, I was like, "Whoa! Are you kidding me?" <laughs> yeah. That, thanks for sending. That was really, really cool. And it was, I liked it that you didn't say who it was, and then I recognized him right away. So like, yeah, oh, I know I didn't oh, need this. This is tell, awesome. Tell you who it was? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. Great. I, yeah. No, I've not had that experience before in the parks. Um, so yeah, so so the days kind of we're in the afternoon getting getting almost done, and then talked about uh, the Polynesian Resort 45th anniversary. Um, just look back at the 45 years of, of the resort, and then for at 4:40 they went into talking about Moana, Moana, Moana. Um, had the screenwriter Jared Bush talk about the movie and. Uh, and then, of course, that night we saw the movie. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of cool like to have it. him there. And then in the evening, he was the one kind of introducing the film. And so um, tell me something. Really, really good movie. What character did you think uh, stole the show in Moana? I've seen the movie, so I'm just curious. Um, I think I think both the lead characters are really, really good. See, I, I love mean, the I think- chicken. Uh, I, I don't think he stole the show. Oh, it's certainly nice. a, it okay. was it was interesting. They were talking about initially they had the chicken being a, a really, really smart chicken. Yeah, um, it was really, you know, highly intelligent. But they realized, you know, well, this isn't going to work. So they went to the other end of the well, spectrum yeah, I, and I made really a complete idiot. They, I thought they were going to focus on the pig at first as being. Yeah, the pig was pig was barely in it. Have you guys seen it? Yeah, I, I saw it. OK. No, I have. Yeah, the pig was was not in it very much, so we won't spoil it for you. But uh, anyhow, um, yeah. So um, went went through the movie, and and then we had our evening break, and we met up at the Polynesian at seven thirty, and and we had to take our cell phones, and you know they wouldn't let us take our cell phones into the area where they were going to show the the film on the beach there, and which was kind of interesting. But they had some popcorn and drinks for us, and. took way too long to get to the movie. Like we, they said, you know, be there by seven thirty, And so we were, and, uh, I forget what the guy's name is that does some of the live D 23 YouTube things. Um, uh, but he was kind of the MC, but they just kept talking and talking and talking and playing some games and, you know, some crowd interaction things. I was like, just start the movie. <laughs> so they, they finally started like a little bit after eight o'clock you know, we had to sit through about half hour, 45 minutes of yakking, but it was all right. It was a huge screen out on the, on the beach. Um, just off to the left, you could see the, the castle and we were by the, the bungalows. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was really, really nice. And then we watched the fireworks, um, after the movie, and they piped in the music cool. you would expect on the beach. Cool. So a good day. Yeah, yeah. I you guys got any questions about any anything? I mean, I know I'm not diving deep into this, but I mean, seriously, if you really want to know all the ins and outs, it's it's out there. Okay, so tell um, me, Roy, do you think – I've heard the new Magic Bands are thinner even than the current ones, which is like kind of 2.0 of the original design. Um do you think they're going to be more comfortable or less? They are more comfortable. Okay. Definitely. It, it lays much nicer on your wrist. It, it lays like a watch. Okay. Good. You know? Yeah. I keep, yeah. 
Cameron keeps going in and out, but I don't know if he's like looking to say something. Cameron. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. No, I am. I'm here. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I just, it's you look like you wanted to say that, something. The bad connection. That's all right. Okay. Oh, it just sounds like Roy had a really great time. I wish I could have gone to that. It sounds awesome. I'm glad he got to see Tony Baxter. That was really cool. And you had that sweater I on. I know. <laughs> yeah. See Tony Baxter. I'm not a, like a real like a fanboy of a lot of people, but Tony Baxter would be one person who I, I've said I would pay to see him speak anywhere. So Yeah. Well, you know what was nice was was when we walked away. It's like you know, thank you for your work. I got to shake his hand, and say thank you for your work, and that's all I would probably do with with. I mean, musical artists that I really really appreciate. I don't need an autograph. I'd love to have a picture and shake your hand and say thank you for your work. You know, you know, and he's just um, so um, he's just so laid back and kind of humble about what he's done and what he can do. Yeah. And, he, and he's such an admirer of other people's work. Whether they're right. working for Disney or somewhere else, he speaks out publicly about the work that other uh, designers and stuff are doing, and mm -hmm. I, I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and just his story. I mean, how he got started is just, you know, I, I, I love, and that's why I respect Walt Disney so much, is just the guy's perseverance and his passion for what he's doing. He just never gave up and just, you know he did it and he did it, did it well. And, uh, and I, and I love people that are, that are humble too, you know, and he seems to be, he seems to fit the bill there. Yeah. So, um, okay. So, that was so, anywho, so we had, had a good Saturday, Sunday, uh, started again at nine o'clock and it started, there's a, there's a map. It, it was titled, it all started with a map and there's two historians, Kevin Neary and Susan Neary. Uh, and they have this new maps of the Disney parks charting 60 years from California to Shanghai. Um, and that book did sell out. I think we went maybe later on in the morning to, we kind of talked about getting one and, um, and it was all gone. Uh, they were all sold. I think they had 150 copies and they sold them all. Um, but it looks kind of an ebook. It's in, uh, this, the latest D23 magazine. They've got a little story on the book. So it's kind of cool. I know we all like the maps and it's neat to look at those old maps. But uh, then we got into the you know, next presentation was the new old, uh, Disney World Adventures and uh, just some, like, some new experiences coming, that type of thing. It was uh, this was a little bit of a I didn't enjoy this one a whole bunch because it had uh, Walt Disney World ambassadors. Um, it's like, oh, we're, we're the Imagineers. We're the, we're the screenwriters. We're the guys that are making it happen. I don't want to talk yep. to an ambassador. <laughs> 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 so anyhow that you know that that took a little while and that was okay and then uh the next one was on the magic journeys 45 years of Walt disney world adventures and that was uh jason grant alex wright uh they kind of took a journey through uh some of the most unique and fondly remembered adventures is what's the title what's that have you seen the original magic journeys the original what no you said magic right the show well, no, that no. This was this the title of the presentation was Magic Journeys, oh, forty five years of old Disney World Adventures. I thought it was about the three D show. Remember the three D show they used to have uh, by imagination, Magic mm -hmm. Journeys. Yeah, vaguely, yes. Okay. So then at uh, eleven o'clock, we got into the Pandora, and th and this was like we talked earlier. It was was kind of a disappointment. It was Joe Rody and, and James Cameron and. It was, and they had a guy with them that was like the leader of the 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 company that's going to take you to Pandora. And I think we've all kind of, if you're anticipating this at all, you've probably seen. And I think it, it may have been a similar presentation they did at at D23 in at California. D23. Yeah, we yeah. Went to walked through there. Yeah, yeah. So again, nothing earth shattering, nothing new. It's just this a, is just not, a, this another is not what people regurgitation of the storyline, yeah. and but it was as if you know it was all real, and you're really going to go there, and it's going to be so cool. And then you know they did talk about the restaurants that are going to be there, and but that's and that's neat, but it was just a little bit over the top. On it's like okay, we get it. It's a backstory. We understand. You know, we want we want a little bit more. We want some information that we haven't heard before, and it was nothing new. So, again, a little disappointing there, but 
it was kind of cool to hear from Rhodey and, and Cameron. Who gave the opening date, or not the absolute date, but the opening time? Was it Chapek, or was it these guys? Uh, I th- I think Chapek announced that it was going to be opening uh, next summer. Wow! So they didn't even do that. <laughs> I think now I, I I've been wrong before, but I think it was. I well, think no, it. I, I think that's right because that's. I think he came out of the gate with it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I had heard. And then afterwards, I heard someone else talking about the just the lackluster presentation that Rhodey and uh, Cameron came out with, and how people just that it was cool, but this is not what people wanted to hear. They wanted right. to hear specifics of things. And right. Here, right. you know, people who have been in the midst of the designing, they really wanted to see a couple guys up there who were very excited about what was coming. Right. So. Right. And so. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. I, well, whatever. It's going to open, and it'll be what it is at that point. Yeah. It. it I'm. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. It really does look very, very cool. Um. But then we had our break, and like I said, we went over to Kona Cafe. Um. And it was. It was a much better situation than standing in a long line for some counter service food. Um. But then the afternoon started with the the art and adventures of Mark Davis, and this was pretty cool. Um. You know. It was Chris Merritt, who's a senior production designer, talked about this. And they had some footage of, of Mark Davis. Um, you know, so that was really, really neat. And and I've I've heard the name, I've I've heard people talk about Mark Davis and and uh his yeah, wife Mark is Davis. Alice, is that right? And yeah, she Alice was Davis, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is she still living? Mm, yes. Yeah, I think she is. Yeah. She's like um, I think she's ninety. 293 yeah that sounds about right but i know like i've heard her do interviews in the past year and a half uh, okay cool uh, she's a feisty but, old lady yeah uh, but, but just a kind of a fascinating that i really enjoyed this one the afternoon of this day was 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 pretty good um really kind of enjoyed it then you know the next one was the, the imaginary adventure and again tony baxter came out and talked about the pirates of the caribbean over in shanghai so that was kind of cool, um, you know, kind of got to see some, not really behind the scenes, but but some of the design work for the ride and talking about the attraction and, and you know, the really intense footage that they've got in these rooms where you go into and, and you're, it's almost like an IMAX theater, it you, looks have like. Have you seen it? Have you seen the video? Yeah, yeah and I don't oh, think, man. I mean, yeah. I, I, I would so much like to go and experience that in in person because it looks absolutely incredible yeah the youtube video looks awesome yeah alone so but i think those rooms are like domes yeah um that they yep. go into yeah. and then and then the way they he talked about the the boats you know they they move differently you know they'll they'll reverse they'll turn um and it's it may be similar technology to well probably as a gps but it, i think it they're free trackless. floating yeah it's trackless uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was pretty cool. I didn't realize that until uh, until I saw this, but that was a good one. That was a really, really good one. Um, and that was that was a nice long one. That was a little bit over an hour. So that was pretty cool uh, with, with Tony Baxter and that other fellow talking about uh, the Adventureland stuff. And then came back, and and this was kind of a neat one too, talking about uh, guiding animals through change. And and it was Doctor Scott Scott Terrell. Um, from the animal kingdom and they brought out an anteater and just talked about dealing with the animals and, uh, and that type of thing. So that was kind of cool. Um, and it wasn't real long. And then, and then Rhodey came back out to talk about the animal kingdom. And again, nothing really new, but I, I appreciate his passion about the park and the authenticity that is throughout that park and, and the structures and the architecture, you know, and how it was built and who it was built by. And it wasn't, um, you know, a lot of that stuff has been produced by authentic people over in Africa and in those areas that they're trying to represent and, and duplicate. And it's pretty cool. I mean, it's, it's a very, very intense, project and he's really passionate about what they've done and what they're doing over there so that that was a whole lot better than the earlier presentation with cameron um and that's kind of how the day ended um until the in-park gathering you know um it wasn't a gathering at all it was and they gave if you didn't have a ticket they gave you a a ticket to get to the park and a fast pass so that that was it um, wow. Yeah. Tell me, uh, Chapek mentioned uh, in there about changes coming to Epcot. 
Yeah, and it you know it's what you've seen online that you know he he led us all to believe there's some serious uh, energy being put forth to uh, bring some changes to Epcot, and didn't elaborate at all. Does that worry uh, you? What's that? Does that worry you? No. Okay. No. I, I, yeah, I I I trust because he did bring it back to saying this is going to even though it's going to be major changes. It's still going to focus on the original vision of Walt. And I thought, well, Walt's original vision was a city with a dome over it. Right, right. So, I think that's out the window. Yeah, I mean, come you on, know, man, I, I don't I don't care so yeah. much if if it doesn't. It's like like the frozen attraction. You know, we did that on Tuesday. You know, people have have whined and moaned about the fact why is that in the in Norway and World Showcase? You know yeah, what? That's it's a really, really well done yeah. attraction. The meet and greet is really, really well done. Well, so sh- stop whining. Right. It, it really is cool, and it's a neat experience. And that's what—that's why we keep going back is for these uh, unique experiences that we have the opportunity to experience. So, you know, if, if in future world they decide to put uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, some kind of attraction in Universe of Energy. I've heard Ratatouille in France. As long as they do it well yeah, and make it a neat experience, yep, go for it. That's what I think, too. Go for I it. I think that in some ways I, I want to say stop taking it all so seriously. Right. Um, it's it's a theme park. Right. And I know we have, we're passionate about it. We we so respect you know Walt Disney and, and what he's built and, and the people that have come after him and have, have kept it going. And, and there is an element of, of you want – you want his spirit to, to stay in this, you know, this, this thread of Disney to stay in it. Um, and I get that. And, but I think that's where the imagination and the quality, you know, will well, carry that. I'll on. be so honest do it right. I truly yeah. believe that the public will pull it back to where it needs to be. Um, like I'll give you an example. <laughs> I've got, I, I've taken kids now the last couple of times I've been into the parks into uh, carousel of progress. And you, the amount of people that are interested in Carousel of Progress, again, blows me away. And I'm not talking like, you know, old people like me and you going in. But I'm talking like I see people with kids in there and the kids are staring and mesmerized and watching what's happening there. And so I do believe in the end the public is going to pull it back and they'll, they'll help balance what needs to be there. But in the end, I keep hearing people say, well, you know, you're drifting away from Walt's vision. And I'm thinking... Epcot was the Epcot we see now was never his vision anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. And so make something there, you know, that still creates revenue and creates excitement. That's not just another food festival. Right. Right. Uh, did, you, uh, did, did you speaking of food festival? Did you see yes. the food and wine is going to start <laughs> August 31st? Yeah. 75 days. Oh, my gosh. What, you realize it only is now, I think, May through August. Is the only time that they won't have the kiosks set up. Yeah, so, yeah. It's like holy moly. Yeah, and that's what I mean. And those are that's fine and nice, and it's great for the locals. But they got to put something else in there other than just the next festival. And if it means that you put Ratatouille in France and Guardians of the Galaxy, or I've even heard the uh, the Guardians thing was not flying anymore, and that mm. they were looking more at putting the Tron cycle thing over there from uh, cool. Shanghai. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So I, at this point, you know, I mean, they're not stupid. They're going to do, you know, what needs to be done. And so I think it's going to be fine. I, I you know, I, I think, I, you know, I've been worried along the way. Hey, are they kind of losing their, their vision of what the heck they're supposed to be doing? But they're a large company. And I think they, they probably have gotten a little bit out of hand and drifted. But well, it, it, when when they it, it's always that balance of of the corporate yep. uh, bottom line and and shareholder equity and that type of thing, and and I get that I'm a shareholder, I you know, but the bottom line for me is is make a quality product. Don't ever lose that, right. and you know, if you do keep doing that, you'll you'll make plenty of money. Um, I mean, they're making some pretty good movies, and they're making a lot of money. Well, and listen, Star Wars Land is going to open. Toy Story Land is going to open. Pandora mm-hmm. is going to open. They're right. not hurting. Uh, attendance in the parks is, even though it's flatlined some, that's <laughs> actually been a pleasure. It was pretty crowded when we were there. Right. Even even on on two on Thursday and Friday, we're supposed to be like three and four crowd level. It was pretty busy. Yeah, and so they're not hurting. I think no. You know, okay, so 
So we're through both of your days, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so let me jump back into a couple other things here. You've heard about the cabanas that they put up, the temporary cabanas in Tomorrowland? No. Oh, you haven't. Okay. So they put them over by Space Mountain. It's $650 a day to rent them. They're basically a tent, a white tent. Um, and you've got a couch and chair and they and drinks like a ref, with the refrigerator. And they bring ice cream stuff over to you once a day in it. Um, but you can go there during the day that you haven't rented up to eight people. And you sit in your tent back in there and you rest. And, you know, whatever you feel like it. Uh, now, theming-wise, they look very weird because they're stuck back in there. You know, we have tents, basically, stuck back in there. I think that the idea of it is something I've thought about for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, that if they would build them, make them look permanent, and fit them into the Tomorrowland, like pods or something, you could go and sit in. I think it's an extremely viable option. Um, if you had eight people, let's say four couples or whatever, and you wanted to split that $650 cost for the day, and you have a place to go and hang out with cold drinks, and you never have to leave the park. It's kind of a neat idea. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I heard about that, and I've seen pictures of the tents and everything, and I'm just thinking, yeah, if they, if they pull the trigger on that and, and do it the way it should be done, it could be kind of a neat option. Yeah. that's it. I had not heard about that. That's interesting. Hmm, okay. That's um, interesting. Well, I've, I, yeah, I thought, wow, at the time, it would be really cool if they could you know, put the pods in by, like, where the TTA runs through in some areas, put them mm -hmm. in there, get them off the ground. They, they do look funky back in there where they're at now. But, and I understand it's in kind of a testing phase and to see if people are interested before they really kind of go after it. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I heard somebody break it down and said, well, it's like $81 a person to have your own place that you can go back to and sit and stuff during the day. And when I heard it that way, I thought, well, okay, it's not so bad. Um, and I know it's not for everybody. Not everything is for everybody, so yeah. Um, okay, so I heard that. I was trying to think. Oh, okay. The dining around the uh, uh, let's see here, dining on the uh, monorail. Yeah, the sky, sky and the dine in the sky. I think is what. Yeah, it's called. yeah. I didn't read a bunch about it. Uh, what? So what's that all about? So it's basically you uh, have a cocktail and appetizer. You start the day uh, at the wave cocktail appetizer. And then you go to the Grand Floridian, I believe it is, and uh, you eat there, uh, a dinner, I think it is there. And then you go to, I want to say the Polynesian. Uh, I could be off on that one. But then you come back after that, and then you have a private dessert party. Uh, it sounds like out on one of those decks by mm -hmm. the uh, uh, California Grill. Oh, that'd be nice. So it sounds like it's kind of a progressive dinner kind of thing. Yeah, kind yeah. of. For 150 bucks per person. Yeah. And everybody that's... I've heard talking about it said, okay, well, it's actually pretty reasonable. Yeah, that doesn't sound too bad yeah. at all. By the time you break each thing down, what it would cost to do those separately, you're probably mm -hmm. over $150 a person. Hmm. So Interesting. So, yeah, I thought that sounded sounded like... Uh, yeah, yeah. When I saw the headline, it's like, that looks kind of cool, but I haven't I hadn't read anything in depth about it, so... Uh, you know, but the bottom line with, 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 uh, the, this event this weekend, I'd do it again. That's what I was going to ask you. Would you yeah, do it again? I'd do it again. Okay. Um, you know, we got, we got some free, some posters, uh, you know, we got a, a Tiki room comic book kind of thing. And, you so know, did they talk any about star Wars land or, uh, Toy Land? no, Ram, let me think here. Just maybe just a little bit, just some art. Uh, you know, he had some some pictures of, of Pandora that we hadn't seen before of the restaurants and that kind of thing. But um, so what would you consider to be the highlight of the event for you? Um, I really enjoyed and I I don't even think it was on a schedule. Um, the guy came out and talked about the we watched the jingle bell jingle bam. Oh, yeah. OK. Um, and the, the director of that show came out who was super entertaining um he was add i mean bouncing off the wall i like those kind of people. but he yeah but he was he was into it so he watched the show and he'd stop it and talk a little bit about what what we were seeing and what he was thinking and why he did what he did and and that was really really neat so somebody so, uh, who's kind of excited about what he's created oh yeah and and we and we saw that friday night um and did you like uh, it I really, yeah liked it a lot 
Good. Really well done. So uh, that was really good. I really did enjoy the the talk um, um, about the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean um, with with Tony Baxter and the other fellow. That was that was really good because um, I you know, I'd seen that YouTube video of, of that attraction, so I was really kind of psyched to to hear the guy talk about it. Um, so that was really good, and and of course it was cool to see Marty Sklar. I really was looking forward to hearing from him you know, live in person. And so that was cool. It wasn't a super cool presentation. It was some neat historical stuff. And just hearing again, you know, hearing a guy that, that worked with Walt, um, you know, from the early days, talk about some of those old guys and some of the things they went through is definitely cool. Um, as being the geeks we are about this stuff, it was, it was cool. Especially from Marty. I mean, yeah, Marty is one of those guys that, yeah, Baxter, I mean, was there at the tail end of Marty. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, you, know, you hear yeah. Marty and Marty's like, you know, that's almost like Walt's right hand man, practically. I know. I know. So that was I was really stoked to see him. And, and that was neat. Uh, but again, that, uh, that talk on on Sunday about the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, battle for the sunken treasure was, was pretty cool. Um, and then uh, the guy that came out and talked about uh, the Norway Pavilion and, and the fact that that and I think I, I sent you guys a picture of the rock out front that has that really old text on it. And, I, and I, he implied that it says, you know, you are not the first to pass this way, nor shall you be the last. And so yeah. I like the little tributes they they pay to previous attractions. I think that's a classy thing to do. Yep. yep. Um, so. Um. Okay. Yeah. They, um. you know, yeah. There were there were there were just really a few few of the of the. Uh, presentations that were really really cool the others were neat and you know it was sometimes long to sit in a chair and listen um you get kind of tired but it, it was it was cool and again i would i would do it again so now my question is is what about d23 in california are you considering it or is that a no i i'm not because okay. it seems it seems really crazy because th- this was you were guaranteed a seat the room was plenty big, plenty of chairs. Uh, you didn't have to scramble. There was no pushing and shoving. Um, doesn't have the content that you get out at, in California. Um, but I'm not sure I would really want to fight that crowd to, to well, see some of the things. By the time the one there. in California happens again, uh, Pandora is going to be open. Should be. Yeah, so you're, they're saying summer of 2017 mm-hmm. and the uh, next D twenty three should happen in August, in July or August, right, Cameron? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was earlier than that. It's not like March or anything. No, I thought it was July or August. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's, I think it's July or August. Better, I'm glad that those are way the better supported. But I'm planning on going to all that. Okay. Down, Roy. Come on. I well, you know, I thought go about to, it. Go to Disneyland too, man. That's I know. I know. I really am anxious to get out there. Now, one thing I didn't mention was D23 kind of went went through their list of promotional things that are coming next year. And next year is Epcot's 35th. Right. Oh, and so I, they're, they're planning an event at Epcot, D23 is. So I don't know what that is or exactly when it's going to be. I think they said, the, they said the fall. So um, I kind of want to keep my eyes open because we're planning so on going back in the fall. December. Yeah, that's... Uh, that would be my next because I had planned. So they say Pandora will open in the summer. I my next planned trip would probably be in September. Yeah, again. So Mine would we're, be thinking, we're thinking we're thinking September October, but it kind of depends on that D twenty three thing. I'd kind of like to do something with the Epcot celebration. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I would give money to buy merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should I should have got you guys a shirt or something from Mickey's of Glendale. Oh no, sorry. but I'm too cheap. Yeah. Yeah, sure you are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Adam, we haven't heard anything from you. So do you have any questions? Anything you want to say? Well, I was going to ask earlier, you brought up Mickey's of Glendale. Was that shirt you were wearing, Roy, that I saw from Mickey's? Yes. That imaginary shirt? Cool. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I, went, I was looking for a hoodie, and I had to dig around because they, they had lots of hoodies, but most of them had zippers. Yeah. I don't like zippered hoodies, so I finally found a stack. And it's a, it's a tell you what, it's a, it's a high-quality hoodie. Um, yeah. really is well made. Um, yeah. the, the stuff, the stuff we got, I got, uh, 
I said, I get, Oh, I got a golf shirt. Um, and it, it feels pretty good too. I mean, I, I'm always hesitant buying golf shirts at Disney because typically they don't last. Yeah, long. I know the collars are not, are not well-made, but th- this one feels a little different, but the hoodie I'm really excited about because it really is well-made and it's really warm. Cool. So, yeah. yeah. Other than that, I mean, just the time of year and everything just seems like good event and, and everything. And, um, I don't know. It seems like <laughs> I know it's the age of whatever, you know, the newest thing to come out. Apple releases a phone every year, but Disney, it takes them <laughs> three or four years to release something new. And at least they got a lot, lot, lot of stuff lined up. Mm-hmm. But, um, seems like we've been talking about Pandora for a long time. <laughs> what, seven yeah. years, I think. Yeah, we oh, have. So, yeah, but that's all right. And, you know, I'm looking, looking forward to see Star Wars show up in Di- in Disneyland sooner than Disney World just so we mm-hmm. can see what that happens and uh, right right so, yeah. and I don't know if you you and Cameron know this but I was literally several times steps away from Roy and didn't know oh, it Oh cool so I was at Illuminations um uh basically that Thursday yeah we we just walked in the uh, international gateway and stood on the bridge and watched it and left yep uh, and so we and we stood over by the uh, let me think here now. Oh, what the heck do they call it? Oh, basically where everything spills out into World Showcase. Out of International Gateway. Yeah, technically, I think that, is that it? Okay. Well, the promenade. Anyway, no, yeah, promenade. Yeah, promenade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because we were in a special like dessert party area for yep. a conferencing that uh, my wife was in. But uh, yeah, so I had no idea because I thought Roy was over at Fantasmic and then he was calling it a day. Um, well, you know, we got we got back and it's like, you know what? I'm going to walk over and watch Illuminations because cool. I can. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, have to. I was, was going to shoot you a message, but it's like, you know what? You're watching it. I'm not going to be here that long. And so and then the first day we, we left. I thought we'd be in Epcot longer. And we'd run into each other. And then we left. Yeah, you left about the time studios, I was getting ready like, right to away. So, yeah. And that night, too, I got to go in and ride Soren as many times as we could in like two hours. Really? Afterwards. And of course, now you're going to love this part. So I get on it with Tara, my wife, the first time she white knuckles it. She's done. <laughs> I bet really? you th- those transitions are intense, aren't yeah. they? Yep. Huh. And she just, I loved it. I love the thing. I did too. But she just said, I can't do that again. If you want to go back on it. <laughs> well, you, so you got to remember this. This is like our late anniversary thing. We're down there for conferences, and I said, "Nah, I'm not going to do that to you." As much as I thought, well, I could go on like five more times. Yeah, was, I mean, there was nobody there, nobody. There you know, it was awesome. we we uh, we had a fast pass for that, and we we waited in line a little bit in the fast pass line, and then we got back. They took us down and turned the corner, and we got it was in wasn't in the new theater, and we stood there and stood there and stood there, and we could they weren't loading people in the queues to to get into the ride and we could see the door open and we could see the attraction and I see somebody in there. It's like, something is wrong. And like 10 minutes go by at least if not longer. And they say, okay, follow us. So they took all of us to another theater and we, we, you know, got on and did it and it was great. Well, then we walked over and did mission space and it was like a 20 minute wait. And we get in there and we get in the room and we're standing on a number and we watch the video and five minutes go by and the door opens up. And it's like, oh, we've had a malfunction with this yeah. with this unit. We need this change. So we, <laughs> we walk into another, another room, get on our number and watch the video again and then write it. But it was like back to back attractions had issues, which was wow. a little odd. Well, yeah. So I, I hope to get on Soren more maybe next time I get there, maybe next fall. But yeah, I'm, I'm hoping when we go in January, it'll be light enough crowd. We can maybe do some back to backs. Yeah. Well, because it's good. I liked it a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't. I have no complaints. I think they did a really good job mm-hmm. on uh, on it. So um, agreed. Anyway. Yeah. So I just couldn't believe. I mean, uh, I actually on Thursday morning ate at Trattoria Al Forno on the boardwalk. Where, where were you at at that point? Were you even there yet? On, Thursday, on what day? Thursday morning. Yeah, we were. We stayed at Animal Kingdom or the Kadani Wednesday yeah. night. So we got over to Epcot front gate about, oh, 930. Okay. 
something like that, nine thirty, ten o'clock, and got our anal pass, and then uh, went over to France and had some um, quiche and mimosas. Oh yeah, by about ten thirty. About ten thirty. Well, I have to tell you, anybody, listen, try Trattoria Al Forno on the boardwalk for breakfast. It was fantastic. Really? Yeah, yeah. So if you look, I put the review up for it already on the Mouse Moment Munchies, you know, out there on our YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fantastic. I got this um, uh, calzone, breakfast calzone. Oh, man. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't rave about it enough. So I would go nice. over there again in a minute. So Very cool. Definitely. Check it out. So. All right. Well. Sounds good. Sounds good. Roy, thanks for making the march thanks. again for us through all this. Thanks for indulging me, and uh, it was fun. Okay. I, it was fun. I hope it would be great if we could all go down sometime and oh, yeah. experience one of these together. Yeah, I found a place yeah. where we can rent a four-bedroom house for 100 bucks a day. There you go. Yeah. So we got to get everybody get a down at Magic Kingdom. What do you think? What do you think, uh, Adam? You think you could make it? Oh, I can make it if you guys all want to do it all at the same time. Sure. Do it. Okay. Yep. Cool. Maybe, maybe two you, years, maybe two years we can do it. There we go. I mean, yeah, you gotta put up with my kids, and oh, yeah. you know they wake up. They wake up at six thirty. I know Doug wakes up at like four thirty, but yeah, <laughs> not so much anymore. <laughs> no, no, I hobble out to my you know table now to do work at you know whatever time I can <laughs> manage to stand myself up. So <laughs> anyway, I'm not like Roy who's like marching on a treadmill when I try to call him here tonight. So I know. You know what I was doing? I was watching. A walk around video at Epcot. Oh, <laughs> while well, I was walking, dude, and then yeah, I, I see like, this incoming video call. It's like oh, I should answer that. Well, and it was yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we won't go into all that here. So anyway, um, so yeah, I admire you though. That was great. That was great, Roy. I need to get on my treadmill and get out of it again. So all right, it was hey, my wife's idea. It's well, my idea. Yeah, my wife has given up on me. So if I don't do it myself, <laughs> it's never happening. So all right, guys, it's been Sounds fantastic. Good. Thanks, guys. And uh, thanks. We right. will uh, chat with you guys again soon. Have a great evening. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye bye. Bye. See ya. Yeah.